Razorback fans, it is the bye week in football, but there are a lot of things going on in Razorback basketball that we're going to dive into. One of the biggest questions is, can the Razorbacks win the national championship this year in basketball? We're going to talk about that as well as the Arkansas-Kentucky series. Should it be a home-and-home? Home? Calipari offers his thoughts on that, as well as Devo's uh, thing that he's doing now. We'll talk about it all on today's Locked on Razorbacks podcast. You are locked on Razorbacks. Your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Head over to Bet Online where the game starts. Hope everybody's having a wonderful, wonderful Thursday afternoon. Uh, it's good to be back in town as I was in Birmingham the past few days and Provo before that. So been traveling all over the place, but it's good to be back officially and hopefully it ends up uh, staying this way for the foreseeable future. Now, not that I didn't enjoy my trips, mind you, but uh, I'm about ready for it all to kind of come to an end too. So, but either way, uh, a lot of things to get to and especially with Razorback basketball because I think there's a lot of fun comments that we can have and and some discussions, too, about some things uh, and dealing with the Razorback basketball program. Because yesterday, Eric Musselman was able to meet with the media and kind of give his thoughts and opinions. And, uh, you know, there's a couple of points that he made, but I thought it was really interesting just kind of when he talks about the team and the expectation and everything that's going along with it. Here's what Coach Musselman had to say yesterday. The thing I do know is we have uh, two players that have, that, have, that have put on an Arkansas Razorback uniform, and we have – we have 11 guys that, that have not. So um, we have a lot of unknowns, obviously, uh, by what's happened in the preseason polls or the SEC. Um, preseason stuff is, is there's really good, re great respect for um, our six freshmen and, and, and obviously the, the transfers that have come in. And then, you know, how much uh, the last two years influenced people um, coming off back-to-back -back Elite Eights. I don't know, but I'm assuming that it has a little bit of influence. Um, not that it should, because it's irrelevant to the to the to a new team. So I, I like uh, how Musselman just kind of breaks it down from the perspective of listen, yeah, we we got some talent, we got some good, we got a good team here. Uh, we feel pretty good about it, but we still have a lot of things that are new, a lot of things that are different, a lot of things that we are uncertain on and we won't know about until we actually get into competition and get into that game-by-game, week-by-week uh, heavy competition, especially when it comes down to the SEC. And I'm going to be honest with you, folks. Like, some part of me actually is – it's not that I'm wavering or that I'm, you know, kind of going back on my, uh, my thought processes on why I believe that this will be a great year for Razorback basketball. I'm not doing that. But part of me, though, is saying that, you know, there's – it's from what I can tell and what I can and hearing from Eric Musselman and some of the players, this is going to be a grind. Arkansas is not going to go 40 and 0. They're not going to be this, this just unstoppable force of a team or anything like that. There's going to be some times and going to be some games where things just don't go perfectly right. There's going to be some growing pains, if you will, in this team. We saw it two years ago. We saw it last year. And I think we're going to see it again this year. So I'm trying to get myself as well as other Razorback fans ready when there is going to be some questions. There is going to be some 
things that happen where you're like, hey, that we should be better than this. We should we shouldn't be losing to that team. We shouldn't be doing it this way, that way, or the other way. It's going to happen. And you just got to be ready for it. But here's the thing that I, I love about these teams with Eric Musselman and something that I have to constantly remind me of. And I'm sure that I'm going to have to remind everybody else when they're freaking out on social media and everything that it's not about what you do in the regular season. It's what you do in the postseason. Like last year, you went to the Elite Eight. You beat the number one overall seed in Gonzaga to get to the Elite Eight. Does he, do you give a rip in the fact that Arkansas lost to Vanderbilt at home last year? Like when you think about last season, is that the first thing you bring up? Or first thing that happens in your mind is like, yeah, forget all the other stuff. We lost to Vanderbilt at home. I certainly hope not. Because if it is, you need you need to get yourself checked. That's a weird thing to do. But nobody cares about that. Or in the year before. Do you think back to where, uh, with Moses Moody and all them, when he lost to Missouri at home and he missed like 28 layups? I mean, is that the first thing you think about when you think about that season with Moses Moody? Again, if it is, you need to get yourself to a doctor. You have problems. The first thing you should always think of when you think of those seasons is what you did in the postseason. And when you went to the Elite Eight, back-to-back -back years, you had good wins, big wins, especially last year over the number one overall seed. Elite Eight is what you did. You were one of the final eight teams in the country. You made it further than any other SEC team did in the past two years. That's something to be said. That's something to be proud of. And that's some sort of major accomplishment that you need to wear on your shoulders and with pride. So this year, just because we have a feeling and just because we kind of know what, what we're expecting and all that, and also just because of trends and everything in history, be ready for that, where it's going to happen again. It's college basketball. Like college basketball is a crazy thing. You know, last year, Kansas won the national championship. They lost regular season games. Like, nobody just goes undefeated unscathed. You're going to have, you're going to have losses that are going to be bad. You're going to lose on the road to some maybe some bad teams because you're going to have a target on your back and everything. Like all these things are going to happen. But the main question becomes, can you find a way as a Razorback fan to be patient enough for that? I know that's asking a lot. I know that's asking a lot. But can you find a way to be patient enough with that? I, I hope so. Because at the end of the day, I don't care what Arkansas does in the regular season other than just wanting them to be able to get into a higher seat, as high of a seat as possible. Because you feel like that's can, is kind of what can make a difference for you. That's something that uh, can help you out if you just get to that high seed. But besides that, Arkansas, we know it doesn't matter who they're going to go up against in the tournament. I love their chances. Like I love, I'll take Muss in Arkansas over anybody else in postseason play. When it comes to matchups, when it comes to games, when it comes to game planning, all of those things, I'll take Muss. And there's no doubt that this year's team is going to have more talent, more overall talent than what Muss has had ever at Arkansas. But how's that going to work? Because let's be honest, folks, like all these five stars that are coming in, there's no guarantee that they're just going to come in and all be the hype machine that they've all been told like you know there may be some times where one of them struggles with something major maybe one of them goes through a, a a drought and shooting you know maybe some of these big men aren't as physical as what you want like there are a lot of things that could end up happening that could end up being questioned that could end up being a problem uh, and i can i'm not saying one way or the other i'm just trying to tell everybody that the regular season is not the thing that you need to say and hold your hat on and say well this is how good of a team we are it's what you do in postseason play. Arkansas's job is to be good enough to get in it. 
to get into the mix. I mean, yeah, it'd be great if they won the SEC regular season or tournament or both. It'd be awesome. But at the end of the day, I don't care about that if it means that they lost in the first round of the tournament. Like, who cares? You know, like people, if you need to, and some people are probably yelling at me right now. I'm like, oh, the SEC matters. Winning the SEC, I want to win the SEC. Of course you do. Let me ask you something, though. In the 2021 baseball season, you won the SEC regular season and tournament. How'd you feel about the ending of that season? Pretty disappointing, right? Because you only made it to a super regional, right? Be the same thing in basketball. Yes, winning the SEC would be cool. Winning the tournament would be cool. It'd be great. But if you don't do anything in the NCAA tournament, nobody's going to remember the season as a magical one. I think Arkansas is going to be good enough to do it. They got the coaching. They got the players. They got the personnel. They got everybody involved to do it. It's just a matter of them going out and executing it, which, as we know, is always a lot easier said than it is done. Folks, I got to tell you, there's a few things that go on in the sports world that uh, I know that happen when we're all like watching sports or even playing sports, and that is that we sweat. We do sweat. It gets nerve-wracking. I mean, if you watch Razorback football games, you see how intense those things are. You're on the edge of your seat. It makes you sweat. Well, luckily, with sweat block, you'll be able to get rid of that embarrassing sweat. It's it's going to be great. It's it's something that works. It's clinically proven. And the thing is, is that it can be a year-round thing. You know, you're not just sweating in the summer. You're sweating in the, in the cold weather, too. And it's something that's really going to help you because it was created by a doctor to help with their problem. So it is doctor-created and doctor recommended. So if you or someone you love is experiencing embarrassing sweat or odor, try SweatBlock and you can save 20% with promo code locked on at sweatblock.com. Also available on Amazon. Again, save 20% with promo code locked on at sweatblock.com. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, continuing on with the Locked On Razorbacks podcast, uh, I thought it was a fascinating thing that uh, over the week, over the course of the week with SEC Media Days and basketball, you got to hear from various coaches. Of course, we just heard from Eric Musselman. And uh, John Calipari is always somebody that uh, gets asked a lot about uh, a lot about you know things going on in college basketball, especially in the conference and everything. And a question was asked, I believe it was from Scotty Bordelon of uh, HawkSports.com, uh, was asked about playing Arkansas twice. And they don't do that very often. First time in nearly a decade that it's happened. And uh, Calipari had an interesting uh, answer in exchange with Scotty. Scotty Bordelon with Whole Hog Sports in Arkansas. Uh, Kentucky and Arkansas this year playing twice in the regular season for the first time in nearly a decade. Um, you think that's, that's how that, I voted that, against that too, by the way, but go ahead. <laughs> okay, well, that kind of answers my question. Do you think that's – is that good for the league? Do you think that's how that series should be moving forward? No, they want to do it in a rotation, so it won't. And when you add two more teams, unless you do two sides, which never works, you know, and, and – uh, but, you know, it's good for both programs. It's great for our league. And, uh, you know, it's changed because I don't know if you, you all know that RPI, if you remember it, may it rest in peace, it mattered – what the other team's record was and how good or bad they were. It mattered. With this new net, it doesn't matter as much. So you play somebody that's not quite as good or they're at the bottom of our league, even though they're good, it doesn't affect you in a bad way now. 
Um, and, and playing the better teams is probably better for you, but it's not the same. So, you know, it's whatever they d choose to do in our league, I'm fine with. So Calipari kind of answered his own question there. Uh, I didn't really uh, go into the details of like the Arkansas series or anything like that. But uh, it's an interesting point, though, that he makes when it comes to the, the net ranking. Because when he's talking about Arkansas, and I love how he's like, I, I voted against that because he knows how Arkansas is going to be good. It's kind of a cool little compliment that he pays. But uh, I think he understands kind of the bigger problem, too, just like a lot of basketball fans do or coaches and whatnot, that there's a bigger problem with the net ranking and the uh, compared to what it was with the RPI. This is something that Musselman really took issue with a lot last year because LSU would always have a better net ranking than Arkansas. Even though Arkansas beat LSU three times, three times last year, for some reason, LSU always had a better net ranking, and it made no sense. And so there's a lot of uh, discrepancy. There's a lot of uh, uh, mystery behind it. There's a lot of confusion behind it. And the way that it used to be done with RPI uh, it seemed like it was not necessarily a better formula, but at least one that the, the coaches could make a lot more sense out of. And so this is kind of thing, though, but when you're talking about Arkansas and Kentucky series, which is uh, is what was asked originally, if you start looking into it in that regard and in that perspective, it kind of does, if you're Calipari, say, well, what's the point of us playing better teams? Because better teams don't necessarily help you out in your net ranking, but losing to a bad team seems to be more detrimental to you, or depending on where they're at in the net ranking may not be as impactful. It just doesn't seem like it, it makes a lot of sense where you could be a team that, you know, you win a bunch of games, but if you're going against some patsies, then you're still going to get a lot of the benefits because all oh, your net ranking side, because you haven't lost in But if you lose to it, but if you beat a team that's in front of you, they may drop seven spots, but you only go up one. Like there's so many problems with it. And so it kind of puts into the regard of, What's the point of scheduling tougher teams? Like, what's the point of having tough teams on your schedule, tough te teams in your conference? Because it doesn't seem to really help out your seeding and all those things if you're going off the net ranking as much um, as the RPI once did. I honestly thought that the RPI, for whatever it's worth, I thought it was a fine system in the way they used it. Um, I thought that it was good having it to where you had quality wins, you know, and uh, bad losses where you would have strength of schedule would come into play. You, you know, you would have all these things that would be a number put together and it made a lot more sense. So that way, if you beat a good team, a quality team that elevated your ranking a lot, but if you had a bad loss to a team that was, you know, in the two hundreds or three hundreds or whatever in the RPI ranking, you would drop pre it would, it would impact you pretty significantly. It's almost like, you know, a credit score in a way. So, I always kind of liked it the way it was. And I just wonder, you know, what's the point of some of these coaches and everything going out and trying to schedule tough games where if they end up losing to a tough team, it drops them further than what it would be if they beat that good team. And that's the thing I feel like they, uh, they they don't make a whole lot of sense in. And so it's great for me. Like, And I know Cal Party, and I love the Arkansas-Kentucky game being a two-game series each year. It's not going to stay that way. But at the same time, when Texas and Oklahoma join, who knows what the conference is going to be looking like at that point in time. So, But either way, I wish that the RPI was back. Uh, I wish Arkansas and Kentucky would play each other twice every single year. But it doesn't look like either one of those things are going to happen, at least in the foreseeable future. But still, uh, you can tell that Calipari knows and understands how good Arkansas is going to be this year too. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. 
Find all the latest player developments, team matchup news, podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. And as always, Bet Online remains your continued source for all of your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-minute sports scores for every sport that's out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in all your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. So head to the website or use your mobile device to learn more at Bet Online, where the game starts. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so final segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I wish I could put up this video that was on the SEC Network, but I don't want to get copyright strike on uh, my YouTube. But I, I, I know that there's some people that have watched it and have seen it. And if you haven't, just go to the SEC Network uh, Twitter account and you'll see it. Devo Davis was uh, accompanying Eric Musselman as long as Kamani Johnson at SEC Media Days this week. And the, the big table that they had out there with uh, Pat Bradley and Dari Noga, they were talking to all the players and coaches. And it was Devo, and it was uh, Eric Musselman. And the first thing that Devo gets asked about was his fingernails. And the reason being is because he has painted his fingernails. There's like flames on them. I think one of them's like a red A or a white A or something like that. And they're all painted, and he was, you know, showing them off. And um, Eric Musselman was asked if that was like a team bonding exercise, and he said this is absolutely not a team bonding exercise. Uh, and, you know, he's kind of made a joke of like, yeah, better if you're going to have those nails, you better be able to make your jump shots and. He had some fun with it, too, but it's almost like I can kind of tell. It's like maybe Musselman's not too huge of a fan of that or maybe he just thinks it's dumb, whatever it is. Um, you know, I'm all for players kind of being free and having their independence and having some fun with everything. But when I see uh, Devo Davis out there flashing some nail polish and some cool designs, I'm like, you know, some things maybe just don't need to be that way. Now, I'll say this. If he ends up hitting jump shots, hitting threes, playing his best season ever, then by all means, go crazy. Start painting all your fingernails and toenails and have at it. Like, just if it's going to make you play better, then we're all for it. I'm a good grief, man. It's not one of the things that I would ever like want to do or think about doing. Which, you know what? I, I could go for, I could have some of my nails painted. It's like, listen, I, I'm, I got enough problems as it is, people yelling at me about my physical appearance. I don't need people coming after me about my uh my manicure and, and and everything too so it was just such a interesting thing that hopefully doesn't come rearing its ugly head at any point in time anytime soon so uh but i like i love devo he's got a big personality he is a hard worker he's in the gym all the time uh you gotta appreciate him and respect him for that but again with, with there's gonna come some some uh expectations along with the team and also expectations with him if you're gonna be wearing your nails like that so very uncomfortable very weird very funny uh, overall, but yeah, again, if you haven't seen it, go check it out. Cause it is kind of a, uh, it's kind of one of those things where you're like, okay, all right, no, whatever. As long as it makes you play well, but if it doesn't, then we're going to give you a hard time about it. You know, it's one of those things too for fans, but either way, appreciate everybody listening into locked on Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google play. You can also get after me on Twitter, buzz John neighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then.